0: Mics are hot. Mics are hot. Today on 91 Octane, of course, we're covering your headlines. Talking lowriders, maybe. And profiling the legend, John Paul Sr., one of the most curious stories in racing. Ooh. We might be a murder show today. <laughs> well, it's Halloween almost. So let's, let's kick th- it off. <laughs> this thing is a freaking monster. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And of course, we're kicking off the headlines. Randy, you want to start us off? Yes. So, Toyota believes that they are selling Ford
1: GTs. Did you hear about this? No. So, there is a GR Corolla coming out that we're all very well aware of. Okay. There are three trims. Okay. The the highest tier being the Morizo edition. Right. You're aware of that? Yep, yep, yep. Um, In Canada, there is a requirement that... Prospective owners fill out their social worthiness via an application in order to obtain this car. Meaning to say, you have to provide your social media accounts as part of purchasing this car. It's Black Mirror,
0: dude. We're living in Black Mirror. Toyota, get the fuck out. <laughs> what the? Isn't that hell? crazy? Did it? Did, did they like outline there, requirements for the social media? Yeah, you give your Instagram account. Which which of your but like social what medias, what criteria do you oh, need to meet? Oh no,
1: like no, there's no tiering and saying like oh with ten thousand yes you're guaranteed right. ten thousand followers or a hundred thousand followers. There's none of that.
0: So the only owners of the Maurizio edition mm-hmm. are going to be Indian bots. Indian pots, <laughs> <laughs> like really, like I mean, oh, I see what you're saying, yeah, because yeah, they, I mean they can they can generate accounts with like hundred thousand right. followers, yes, exactly. put a bunch of pictures on there, exactly. like, hey, give me my toyota, yeah, but like th- and that's why I want to know, like <sighs> what are the criteria, right, like you'd think you were selling a four g t is my point, yeah, I thought Toyota was
1: Japanese, not Chinese, <laughs> <laughs> what is this, yes, man, I know. like what is this world- com- dude, it's black mirror, it's it so, really is it's. Absolutely, Black Mirror.
0: Because, like, I don't have a personal IG. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. We have the ninety-one octane page. We yes. keep it up for the podcast. But I don't have a John IG, so mm-hmm. I can never have this this car. Yeah, potentially brand new at least from Toyota.
1: I don't remember what the counts were for like units. Yeah, like maybe one in f- like five hundred around the whole world or something like that. Right. And Canada probably doesn't get more than like 20.
0: But now let's, let's get out of our, out of our enthusiast cargo guy, yes. my yes. sort of uh, yes. social distribution mind. Okay. Okay. Right? Like, like as mm-hmm. a company, mm-hmm. the strategy makes sense. Absolutely. And, 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 it, and it has to make enough sense for them mm-hmm. to do it because this is offensive. I think this is, a, this is an offensive program. Okay, okay. Like, one, I don't even think a 4GT merits a social worthiness. Social worthiness, worthiness, right? Background check. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. my social, like, we already live in a world where your social worthiness is measured by the zeros in your bank account.
1: Credit score. Right? And and your credit score. Right. And your credit score. But realistically,
0: Mm -hmm. the more money you have, the more power you have. That's right. That's been the age-old adage. Mm -hmm. So now we are turning Instagram into the same currency. Uh, That's correct. (laughs) It's about reach. It's about reach. And so with Toyota wanting
1: you to have the reach to make, let's say, again, 20 allocated units in Canada— Yeah, this wasn't this was a Canadian Toyota Canada post, right? I don't know if this is the same for us, but let's say they get like 20 units. I don't think they'll be able to do that here. Maybe they will. I don't know with, let's say, a thousand units even. I mean, because the circuit edition is getting a limited run also. Do your own marketing. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. that's basically what they're doing. Hiring marketing teams. Yes, they're giving
1: away a car or the, the chance to purchase the car air quotes for a big marketing scheme for free, it's like a free marketing scheme. Almost. Oh my god, that's ridiculous! Man.
0: Right? That is so. And now, like, of course, what? Like, it's I don't have an IG, so it's gonna suck for me. Yeah, right. So there is a, there is a bias there. Yes, but yes. like, I would like to know the criteria to understand. Right? Is mm-hmm. is it like a hundred thousand followers and being a car page? Can are like. You know, are like the, um, I don't know, musicians, for example, right? Mm-hmm. There's a guitar player. He has 1.5 million followers. Yes. Is he eligible? Just because he's got a lot of followers, but he's mm-hmm. not really into industry. What is the goal here? That's I.
1: So if I were Toyota, I wouldn't restrict it to just car people. I would expe- extend to a TikToker who's just famous because she's cute and has mm-hmm. Five million followers, right? Yeah, which Porsche did with that uh, one of those TikToker girls. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. Some, I think Alessa Didario, something like that. I don't. She, yeah. She's got a Porsche commercial based solely on well at least my perception is based sol- solely
0: on a large number of followers on tiktok i'm like i'm losing i'm, I'm losing everything i like <laughs> yeah i right? know yeah like, okay yeah. so now you've told me this news about porsche yeah so now i'm like halfway out on porsche <laughs> right toyota you're out on the corolla uh paul george Kawhi leonard and uh norman i forget his last name okay so the norman all Clippers players, uh huh, Powell, Norman Powell, oh, Norman Powell yeah. posted themselves in Padres jerseys when the Padres are playing the Dodgers. Oh no! So like now I have to leave the Clippers uh, <laughs> behind, right? And now Toyota is telling me that Jake yeah. Paul can have a Corolla, but I can't. That's right. That's garbage. It's yeah. It's I guess i I've been putting my energy into wrong into wrong things. Or
1: yeah, that's right.
0: I know a lot of car guys that don't have social media. Yeah, that's true. Because you know, we only
1: care about being under the hood, usually, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or
0: if there, or if there is a social media, it's like about their car. Yes. And oh my god, man, this is. This is it's an outrage <laughs> <Sorry> <laughs> to end your week <laughs> on complete outrage this after is a the, week of outrage. Yeah,
1: this is an outrage, man. Like <laughs> like you're not wearing your Dodgers hat for, yeah. <laughs> for clear reasons <laughs> that you don't even this, need to stay. This is a protest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of the
0: team that was supposed to win it all. Yeah, dude, The oh best God. team this oh, year. Oh, my God. Yes. By far. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the best team in a long time by regular season record. That's also true. I don't yes. want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. So,
1: anywho, Toyota is also just angering you this week. That's insane. Uh, it's man. pretty
0: angering, I would say too. It's just it sucks. It's like, not I, fair, like I can ignore it when it's a supercar because it. I don't have the. We don't have the numbers. I don't. Our, I don't have the uh, Benjamin capital, mm-hmm, let mm-hmm. alone the IG capital. So, right. there's multiple barriers for me there. Right, right. But when it's a car, I can like normal people can afford. Yes, and now you're making normal people not be able to afford it yes because you've turned ig into currency yes Ah, we're going the wrong way man i know
1: it's but dude like i said black mirror netflix show
0: it wasn't supposed to be a future telling right (laughs) like like that's scary yeah it's scary that more and more of our lives are aligning with what was supposed to be entertaining fiction yes and now it's turning into reality and it, it's it's here. You know, That's China has the social standing thing. Yeah. Now like it's making its way over to the West with the Canadians of all people. <laughs> <laughs> and soon it'll start trickling down. I mean it probably if it already works, does. If it works. It's already applied here, you could say, right? How so?
1: Um, I'm sure background checks might involve some social media like looking every now and then but if you
0: don't have one it's not a strike that's true right and that that's the difference yeah yeah yeah. and that's that's why from and i decided once they started including uh like social media and background checks Mm -hmm. and actually there are some companies that'll ask for your screen name yeah i didn't have any ig at that point Mm -hmm. and that's when i decided i never will have an ig
1: Actually that goes back to an interesting question. You had mentioned to me, I don't remember if it was off the mic, that at the border, the US government can ask for you when coming in to look at your phone.
0: Yeah. And and they download it. Yes. Right? So and that's it's a it's a law that exists through the Patriot Act. hmm And uh it's all borders. So this includes ports. Yes. Right? So yes. Los Angeles, San Francisco, mm-hmm. uh, And it's 100 feet from each 100 feet.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Or 100
0: meters from each border. Sure. Something like that. Sure. And so if they want, without a warrant, they Mm -hmm. can say, give us your phone. We need to take a look at it. And then they'll download it, and they keep the information for fifteen years. Fifteen years. Fifteen years of dick pics. Of dick pics. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, and uh, honestly, the way the world is going, I don't trust that information to get put in a database to feed some AI, right? Right. Like, you yeah. know, I, I don't. It's it's it, it's insane to me. Wow. So you should take a burner phone whenever you travel internationally.
1: Absolutely.
0: Or what journalists do is they will back up their phone to the cloud, which is another issue. And then wipe it out. Wipe the phone, travel with the phone. Once they arrive in their destination, they download everything back onto their phone.
1: But China, they record everything, all the data that passes through their their lines. So if you – let's say you're doing that in China – you
0: basically just download
1: game. of oh yeah, I'm backup. not. I'm
0: not going to China. Yeah. There's a lot of places I'd go. We before going to. We China. went to Hong
1: Kong and I was like, oh crap. Is that,
0: that is that China? It, it technically it, it is. Technically, is China. When no.
1: we went too, so the, I mean, they had my my um my black pubes from my dick pics from <laughs> my dick pics from back in 2017. It's only pubes, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like that Homer Simpson <laughs> thing where he goes into the green bush. <laughs>
0: oh my god it's groundhog day on uh, randy's phone
1: indeed so anyways next headline
0: next headline so lowriders ain't going anywhere as if they really were right california Mm -hmm. finally put an end to the age-old ridiculous cruising ban i didn't know there was one so there's been one for years okay what's this and so what happened was the way it kind of all fell down is that a lot of the cruising bands were in sort of low income areas. Okay. And low riders were being sort of unfairly attacked by mm-hmm. this rule. Sure. Um, so now you're getting into black and Latinos. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And so activists on that side of things started looking for ways to get rid of the ban to you know stop the discrimination. Okay. And then after a while car culture got involved and there were a bunch of lowrider crews that jumped on the bandwagon. Okay. And so through their activism finally they banned, they, they removed the ban and the ban the, it was uh the repetitive driving of any motor vehicle past a traffic control point in congested traffic at or near a traffic control point. Which is fairly vague. So, so basically, if you, you were like lost, yeah, <laughs> you could get pulled <laughs> over, you know,
1: right, and D- get dinged for the. Is it a fine or is it a? It it is a fine. It's a fine. It is a okay. fine.
0: But like fines tend to. It's a tax on the poor. If if it gives that mm-hmm. that and it gives the police offer an excuse to pull you over, right. which they can then turn into something else, correct, right. Yes. So and yeah. of course, I mean affluent areas you don't really see low riders you're not going to really see modded cars in general right you're not going to really see a lot of that so Mm -hmm. this was just just by design not necessarily by design but the way it was designed it was disproportionately affecting those communities i see yeah so now it's gone it's finally finally gone
1: that is a weird rule or law Uh, basically it says you can't drive at the same intersection more than a few times without the possibility
0: of getting ticketed right yeah, that's the way I, I'm not a lawyer, but that's how I interpret. That's exactly it. Well, that's exactly what it is. Yes. that's exactly what it is, and so it's kind of like, it's weird because, and this, I just I don't know why I didn't think about this before, but we don't cruise like that. Ca- yes, like you, the, Euro, I the I don't pa- I don't re- I don't I don't I don't know that any cruises that pass through the same point repeatedly. Well. You answer answer this question for me then. Um, yeah, I heard that in like
1: Whittier, that was a hot spot for like low riders way back when.
0: Yeah, there is, and
1: there's a road there. I forgot which one it is. Anywho, you you might or um, I don't know.
0: I don't know I the don't name know. of it. Um, like I just know that that exists.
1: And so, yeah, I guess they
0: would just drive slow. Yeah, yeah. So there is up a, and down the street. Yeah, and and in order to like to flex, like your yeah, ride. I mean, that's like back in the day. But that's yeah, what I like, mean. yeah, like yeah, like so, yeah, there was. There was cruising where you're really just like going back and forth uh-huh. on like, the same like boulevard. That's right. where everybody kicks it yeah. or whatever. Yes. Um, but I don't think you're really going that much. You and know what you're I mean? not like hooning. Yeah, no. And like their lowriders are slow. Yeah, they're slow. You know <laughs> what I mean? and, and okay, and to, to be fair, mm-hmm. right, there was an element of gang culture with lowriders back in the day. Okay, that went away. Okay, right? because lowriders are starting progressing with like Chicano activism. Like that's okay. that's when things started getting elevated. Okay, but there was an element of gang culture that you know there was a, there were lowriders with. The problem was governments and police never let that go, even when it was After long it gone. Yeah, oh, yeah, even okay. long gone. So, yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's a it's a weird written law. It was weird that the street signs for it were mostly in low income areas, even yeah. though it was, a, it was a California issue. Uh-huh. You didn't really see it in more affluent areas. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, you're going to notice a low rider going through a stoplight or stop sign four times. Yeah. It's like, okay, that green car with rose splash and gold flake on it, mm-hmm. I've seen that before, right? Yeah. But what do you do when it's like a Range Rover or a Corolla? Right, Right. you're you're not gonna see that car pass by. Yeah, most OEM cars in general, you're Mm -hmm. not gonna see them go up come go up and down because they're not unique, is what you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're, it just it just there's no way to really truly. It's hone in on how the law is written. Yeah, it's definitely a way to, like, driving while brown or
1: black type of check.
0: Yeah, kind of. And then you could argue it's like, oh, well, they made the choice to do that to their cars and draw attention.
1: Right. Right.
0: But it's like, okay, well, what about that is bad, though? That's right. And they're
1: not, again, they're not hooning. Like, yeah. how the the c- scenes are
0: out here right yeah. now with yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. They're, Put a ban on that. Put a ban on takeovers.
1: Because there was were there shootings at these events back when or – uh I mean or rival gangs would maybe show up. Not and not that's at not at
0: events, but yeah, low riders would be involved in drive bys. Like, yeah, that right, happens. Right, right, right. Yeah. But not cruises like this cruise. Not, not these cruises, no. Like people were just trying to flex their canvases, you yes. know. Like that's all it was. There yeah. wasn't uh it wasn't anything else. I mean, it was just kinda like they were just stereotyping those cars. Yes, exactly. And it just never ended for some reason. Interesting. Yeah. But now we're back. So I've always wanted one. Me too. But like, I don't know. I have an issue with like classic cars. And uh, bastardizing them? Is that not, what you mean? I mean, like not bastardizing, bastardizing them, but they're just not going to be comfortable, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cadillacs are. Have are, you ever are, ridden Like
0: a, even an old one? Yeah, a big old Cadillac. You've well, never sat in one or ridden in one? Like, like 80s G-Bodies? yeah yeah let's they're say. like creaky and, <laughs> and <laughs> now radley, they are i guess yes so. yeah fair I mean. enough uh, yeah and yeah. especially
1: if you uh, get them on like uh yeah
0: and i'm just hydraulics i'm not the type of stuff. dude to put like sixty thousand into a low rider you mm, know what i mean mm-hmm. i would be like bare minimum low rider oh, okay, okay i would be the static low rider so you know? oh it's just no no nah, nah, i definitely would have to do hydraulic. yeah you'd be three-wheeling <laughs> yeah yeah be, oh hell yeah dude! Yeah, i'd be three-wheeling yeah, yeah. first
1: would you would you own one dude in a heartbeat really yeah that's a that's kind of like the gang culture glorified thing that i was telling you oh, about oh yeah in the midwest yeah, yeah. What, what did you
0: call those people what were they what was it called well there's uh, folk up is like the Crips. folk up I Yes. Yeah, like my, mate, my brain keeps blocking that term yeah. out. Yes, yes. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> oh <my Yeah>. God. <laughs> Which was a thing in the East Coast, I believe, in the
1: gangs out there. That represented being a Crip out there.
0: For real? Yeah. Because there yeah. was like real gangs in, in the in, East Coast. In real gangs, yes. In real gangs. And real gangs is called Folking Up.
1: Uh, that is like a name of a group of Crips, I think. Oh, yes. I believe. So okay. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah.
0: in the East Coast it's folkin, folking up. It's not an act it's
1: not a verb. It's a it's a noun. Oh or a proper okay. noun. Okay. Okay. in Detroit it's called fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> and it was us suburbanites acquiring that the the gang signs um, just because I have no idea. Just man. to be friends. You
0: not ha- not to like I remember not I re- to start fights or anything. I remember in Orange County. There would be like the like the um the big fraternities and sororities yeah. would have uh Gangster blue and red Day. yeah, blue and red parties. I don't know what they call them. I refused to go. I hated them. It was the worst thing ever. Blue and red party intentionally to rep Intentionally they would dress up as like uh gangbangers, cholos, cholas, and show up in blue and red and I'd be like, Please Really? Please take these people to the hood. <laughs> Really? So uh, this is a, a little aside. <laughs> so I did security uh-huh. for the same guy that I DJed for. Okay. Um, whenever I didn't have any DJ gigs, I would do security for him at uh, fraternity parties for like UCLA and USC. Okay. And so he would book <laughs> venues for them to go party. This one time he booked a venue for them in Inglewood okay and the venue was really nice Uh but it was in inglewood yes right and so like i'm used to being in these neighborhoods it's like not a big deal to me Mm -hmm. and um they're coming in they're all partying inside it's super safe in there but one of the guys leaves he like like jumps the gate and he leaves and he goes out to to just on the street right he's Mm -hmm. on the street and it's like 10 30 11 at night at this point nothing is gonna happen to him like i know we're not in a really really bad area okay plus he's like a white boy like no one's gonna bother him like you, there's no kidnappings in inglewood but i didn't know that these people don't see it that way yeah right so a group of friends their friends come out and they're like oh he jumped the gate he jumped the gate and i'm like okay well i can open it for you, you guys can go find him they're like, what? You expect us to go out there? I'm like, well, I'm not. I got to stay here and do my job. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, we can't go walk out there. What if we like get shot or, you know, something <laughs> happens to us? Yeah. You're responsible for that. You're security. You're responsible for that. And I'm like, I'm like, what do you think this is? Like, <laughs> tell me right now, like, wh- where do you think yeah, you you're are? The bodyguard. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 where, like, yeah, dude. And I was like, wh- where, do you, where do you think that you are right now? And it's like, oh, we're in the middle of the hood. This is like, where there's like drive-bys and like kidnappings and like shootings. And if they see us, they're going to want to jack us. And I'm like, what do you have on you right now? Uh huh. I'm on my cell phone in my wallet. I mean, how much do you have in your wallet? It's like, why do you need to know that? I'm like, I don't, you do. There's not enough in there to make anything for everyone. Right? Like, and yeah. so they, were, they were refused to go. Oh, they refused okay. to go. Finally, homeboy came back. I didn't go look for him. Mm-hmm. Finally, homeboy came back. The whole time they treated him like a hero. Oh, because he oh, survived you made the it, you made it, <laughs> you made, <laughs> you made it. He survived. And, the uh, you survived this, and so every time that I saw one of these blue and red parties, I always thought of that situation where uh-huh. it's like, uh-huh. like w- what you guys don't even know what this is. Like you guys don't even know what you're doing. Like I, I wasn't even offended necessarily. I was just like, these people are stupid. Like dump them in the middle of Inglewood just like that and see how they react dressed that way. Interesting, and nothing would happen to them. They would get laughed out of the city. That's the worst thing oh, that would happen not to them. Even, you know, not even like, like they're like, so far beyond what that culture actually is. Right. that even dressing the part, they're not going to convince a single soul. <laughs> In they the belong to that neighborhood. Uh, you know? That's an interesting point. Yeah, so it's it's just it, I was funny to me like that. It's funny because It's annoying though too. It right? was really annoying. Like yes. I, I like you know I I, I always. I got used to telling people that I was from Gardena. Gardena is not famous enough for people to know where that is. Mm-hmm. So I would tell people, oh, that's next to Torrance. That's next to close to those cities. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as I said, oh, it was close to Compton, it was like this like gangster paradise that they <laughs> wanted me to describe. You know, like <laughs> you know? and I'm like, stop glorifying it. You know, that's yeah. not the message these rappers are trying to send you. Like, yeah. are you gonna go live there? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't want to talk to you about this. And
1: unfortunately, the way media was at the time of the 90s, that is how we received it. Yeah. Like, had I heard Compton, I'd be like, hey, so where does Snoop Dogg live? That's like the first thing I would say to you. Fuck the police
0: is a warning, you know? Like, it's not like... It's not some sort of ghetto, ghetto calling card, you know. Yes. It's not something that, yeah. you, that you should be proud of. It that's a warning. That means like really bad shit happens right in the hood, yeah. and you should be aware of that. But these people didn't get that message. Yep, it was like, all right, I fuck the police, uh, but it's cool in the hood, you know, whatever. <laughs> God, it was so frustrating. Oh man. So anyway, I next headline. I triggered something. <laughs> in you. Next headline.
1: Uh, back to cars. So, um, so the Sony and the Honda EV venture is legit now. It seems like right, and so. I guess Honda has their dealership network squirming. Okay, they have uh, announced somehow, or I- in general terms, that they are likely going to go direct with their sales of electric vehicles. Okay, and so it has the um the Honda dealership network like kind of questioning it. They said we have a, and I quote from a Honda owner, uh, dealership owner in New York, Queens, New York. We have a role automakers can't replicate. Um, there's no way that Honda wants to hurt their existing dealer body. Now, we know now that Tesla has successfully deployed a way to sell cars without dealerships, yeah. franchised dealerships. Yeah. We've talked about how the, the whole ecosystem of car buying has changed a lot, right? Yep. With the car shows basically being non-functional or not of any value. Is there a day that you can dream where really there are no more dealerships and we're just buying direct from the manufacturer? Regardless of the current network existing, yeah, yeah. let's set that aside for now. Could we be buying cars really directly from the dealership for, or from the manufacturer for all the brands?
0: Um, I think we could. Yeah. And the dealerships would just become service centers. Okay. And the problem there, though, is mm-hmm. that there's going to be – there's going to be a new market for gap insurance or maintenance insurance or something like that. Right. Because. At the very least, there needs to be somebody that services warranties. Yes. Right. Yeah. So then that's a requirement. Yeah. yeah. So these are ser- these companies, these service centers will need to get paid by. Uh, the OEMs, company. right? Mm-hmm. In order to facilitate selling direct to consumer. Yep. So now this is going to be baked into the prices of the cars.
1: But you're also stating, by your statement, you're saying it's not owned by the OEMs, the service
0: centers. They're not. Okay. Right? Because okay. the, the dealer is, right? Oh, uh, that's right. That's what you're saying. Right. That's and what I, you mean. I, I so don't, the dealers I don't,
1: convert to service centers. Yeah, the dealers that convert are franchisees. to franchisees. Yeah. Okay. And most
0: of, the, most of the revenue is that anyway. That's right. So that that's might, this right. might actually benefit them slightly. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's so there's I don't know that there's a way for us to completely go away from a dealership, from a dealership. I mean, it would just be called a service center. Right. But yes. But like the, the dealer aspect of it would die. And I see that happening 100 percent. See that. Oh, happening. OK. OK. Um, But it's this whole network would have to this whole we- we network of dealerships would have to be willing to convert to service centers. Yes. Right. Right. And so if they're not willing, Mm -hmm. I think the dealership will stay around. Okay. Yeah. Because I I don't know. Like, how do you like? I don't know that OEMs would want to take on the expense of building a network of service centers. That's a very good point. Right. To support their warranties. Tesla did. Yeah.
1: But it's bad for some states that don't that aren't California. Yeah. For example, in Michigan, you can't buy a Tesla car in Michigan. So you have to get it serviced
0: in Ohio. Yeah. And most of the service centers are third parties, right, that can facilitate I these I don't know things.
1: that. I, I don't know that for sure.
0: I don't know that they're all I mean, I, j- I just know
1: in California, they are Tesla-owned service centers. Okay. As okay. far as I'm aware.
0: Okay. So it is possible, then. There
1: is a model out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But you're right. They, the OEM has to own all those service
0: centers. Which or you adopt the Carvana model. Which is what? Which is all third party. All third party, right? Mm -hmm. You can go to a Pet Boys, you can go to like obviously they need to be approved, Mm -hmm. but you go to these like sort of aftermarket independent service centers and Mm -hmm. shops, um, which would be cool because now it stimulates sort of the shop industry, Mm -hmm. and you know, you could open up a business and service warranties. Uh. Now, that's not. I don't know that that would be necessarily lucrative or not, because now you're trying to get money from corporations and they're going to be tight about that. Yes. Right. Rather exactly. than getting like getting paid from the you know free market, you're going to mm-hmm. make a lot more money as a shop, like like performance shops. Yes. Do. Right. Yeah. And
1: there's going to be red tape to get your money if it's a warranty claim. Yeah. So as a service shop and I'll, I'll say Suzuki did this. OK. They abandoned their in-house shop. Okay. For servicing cars because they went bankrupt in 13. And so they moved any warranty claim work on their cars to a shop nearby the headquarters. Okay. For the the last year or two that they had to do any warranty claims. That's so inconvenient. It is. It is. But then they've also lost control of, you
0: know, of the shop, essentially, of the service and approving or denying it. And then there's the question of. How much service do EVs really need? That's an interesting point. Right? Like, if you you no longer have oil changes, Yes. you know, you're talking about tires, brakes, you know, theoretically, these electric motors and batteries should be fine. But they should be swappable. Right, and eventually Ideally. that should get easier. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's not easy. That yeah. does have to be handled by a— And the batteries
1: especially are too big. Yeah, yeah. by That's service true. technicians. That's true.
0: But I, I guess eventually we might get to a point that as long as a service center could do some techie stuff mm-hmm. and <laughs> right and, and and tire swaps, yes, that's the whole thing. It's an Apple Store. Yeah, it's an <laughs> Apple Store. Exactly. <gasps> yeah. it's a, it's a Costco. It's a Costco. It's a Costco, right? With like some sort of computer element, right? Mm-hmm. A tire shop here. You could fit it into a Costco. Yeah. Co- the. Co- Costco's gonna end up in the E V world. Calling <laughs> it right now. Betting money. Yeah, there you Cost go. Costco's gonna end up because that's all that's all you really need, right? Brakes. Brakes, tires, you don't even have fluids anymore. Yeah. You know, and then battery changes get handled by the big tech companies, more mm-hmm. advanced companies. Mm-hmm. But that's gonna take a while. Yes. Yeah, okay. Never mind. I see dealerships going away. You do? Yeah. Cause the world is going E V. It is going EV. Yeah, the world is going it's EV. It's so crazy how much it's accelerated since we started this podcast. Oh, yeah, man. Right. And this will lead to my next headline. Go for it. What do you think of when you hear an um, what American cars are? What do I think of when
1: I hear? Well, because I grew up in Detroit, I automatically think American Big Three. But that's changed because of Stellantis.
0: Right. And now you have to think of EV as American. Ooh, I don't. You, and you have I've, to now.
1: But in a weird way, Tesla doesn't fit in the description I gave. Yeah, and but it's now theory. not just
0: Tesla. Now it's BMW, too. Yeah. BMW yeah. is going to spend $1.7 to make EVs in the United States now. Billion or million? Billion. Billion. Okay. Billion. Okay. In, uh, to make EVs in the United States. So the Department of Energy announced that they're going to spend $3 billion in energy, right, finding out, like, mm-hmm. ba- battery technology. Yeah. The Inflation Reduction Act um, tied the electric vehicle tax to, to building in America. Correct, right? Yeah. So America has now be quickly become a leader in the space through these laws so now bmw is coming to invest money here they're going to spend a million dollars to build ev production lines in spartanburg a billion a billion, billion. Yeah, they're going to mm-hmm. spend 700 million to uh to build a new battery assembly plant mm. in south carolina also in yep. a different area of south carolina mm-hmm. um they're already partnering with another company that's going to make their batteries 30 percent, 40 percent more efficient yeah i mean and it's like okay like Everybody's coming here. Everybody's already here, right? Like, uh, the Korean car companies are coming here. Yep. Right? So, EV, not exclusively American, but I see that now becoming the new American car as messed up as that sounds. That's an
1: interesting point. That is a very interesting point, John.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're like, the government is motivating us to do that yeah. at this point, yeah. right? So, if you've got enough power through these laws to now motivate a company like BMW to spend almost $2 billion in America to bring mm-hmm. production here. Mm-hmm. Like wh- how, how many jobs does that mean, right? A lot. In South Carolina. A lot. Right? Like mm-hmm. how much does that mean to stimulating the economy? How much does that mean to climate change? How much does that mean to – like it's it the impacts of this are immense, and they're not going to be the only company to do it now. Yes. Right? Because America seems to be, if not the biggest, one of the biggest consumers of EV. That's right. Right? So being the leaders in consuming EV, being the leaders in EV production, being mm-hmm. the leaders in EV uh, laws, I guess uh, what you were calling it, rules, laws. Sure. Right? Uh, government incentives at this point. Yeah. I, 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 I see the sort of industry... Years ahead of anyone else at this point of other countries or continents other countries other countries and continents yeah. yeah right like how how do you i mean if even if you change your laws now mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. how are you gonna get all these big companies right and how are you gonna stimulate that the your regular consumer to start adopting e v more right we've had incentive laws forever now and it didn't really work that much right it well it worked enough to oh, start it the snowball sparked. it's sparked right it, it sparked yeah. it right Fair enough. and now we're on fire yeah yeah the fire has definitely started it really really feels like we're on fire man yeah. when i saw this i was like really so bmw is no longer a german brand in the future these are global brands with an origin in X country now. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's You're right. 100% yeah, hundred percent. That's exactly it, it. Yeah, man. ruling, ruling the world. It's kind of weird, huh? Yeah, like yeah, it's weird. You know, M2s are Mexican. EVs are now gonna be American. As a BMW enthusiast, do you
1: feel like it's not pure because, or would you buy a BMW that was built in Germany because it's more pure? If you had the option of from X country built versus from Germany built,
0: I I don't think so. Okay. it's not it's not how it used to be, you know. Okay. right? and it's like you said, like these global ban- these global brands are taking their engineering teams mm-hmm. and putting stuff together, and then it's getting built in America, right? Okay, so and also you know like I talk a lot of shit or whatever, but I'm proud to be an American. Oh yeah, we so are. If I'm driving if I'm driving a bm an, an American BMW uh-huh. and you know, Republicans let go of that flag a little bit uh-huh. and I gonna p- slap an American flag on there. <laughs> Hell yeah, this is an American BMW. You know, like I'm 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 happy about this because I, I economically speaking. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. This is great for. Oh, country. yeah. F- without question. You know, like this. This is the type of stuff we need to start investing our money in. Right. The future. So let me ask you this then as a follow
1: up. OK. Is it is there. Is it fair to be taxed a German tax then? Look, you know what I mean. Like, you know how BMWs and Porsches have a air quotes German
0: tax. <laughs> I feel because like because of a prestige. The, the answer that pops into my head, uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it, it almost feels like a cop out. It's not a German tax. What is it? It's then? an M tax. Yeah, fair enough. Right. Okay, like yeah. I, I think in terms of tit for tat. Yeah. A BMW level three twenty eight. Those are built here, right, in America? Or what, what car would I'm, be built I'm, in America, in
1: Spartanburg? I don't know. Let's say. Oh, oh well, the, oh, let's the, the X, SUVs are. The so X, let's an X3. X5. Okay, X3, Let's sure. call an
0: X3, right? Yeah. An X3 is going to cost you the same thing that a Lexus SUV would cost you. What's the American equivalent, though? Let's say a
1: Cadillac XT4.
0: Uh, right?
1: So that's like their small crossover. I don't know what the how price small is. How small is it? It's the same size, right? Because there's,
0: there's an X2. Or an X1, that's crossover size. The X3 is full size SUV.
1: Is it? So that's um, that's uh, CRV sized.
0: No, it's bigger than a CRV. It's bigger than a CRV. Yeah, it's okay. more
1: Pilot. Okay, it's Honda Pilot. Yeah, size. yeah. I don't know what the um, Cadillac equivalent is. I don't know. either let I, I don't know yeah. the prices of those cars I either. Me neither. Yeah. So I guess, but I w- if
0: it's a Cadillac, I'm I'm betting it's going to be fairly similar in price. I would hope so. Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. So I don't I don't think there's a tax there.
1: There shouldn't be, but N- I would guess that there's a certain. Maybe as it externally, I would feel better or like more prestigious driving the BMW. Personally. Oh, you're talking about
0: the prestige. There's both. I it's I'm asking about both. Okay. Oh, I am so asking about prestige so and so would it lose thus, loses prestige? Like let's maybe. talk about the N two, right? Yeah, yeah. It's made yeah, sure. in Mexico. It is. Which second world country, I yes. think. Yeah.
1: I don't know if there's second. It's just third or first, right? Is there? I don't know if there's a second. Okay, let's
0: let's call it second leaning first. I don't know. (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. Right? Do you think the M2 loses its prestige? Ignore how hideous it is.
1: As a non fan of BMW, maybe it does a little bit because it's not coming from Germany. But I might say the same. Would I say the same thing about a Honda that wasn't?
0: Well, the NSXs were built in Columbus, Ohio. So are they – and you've never con- not. – I'm not going to let you answer now because you've never considered them less. That's right. Than, right? Yes. Because they're built there. Yeah. Before knowing
1: that this week, I didn't yeah. – yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I I guess – I don't think it does. I don't. Yeah, I maybe don't think it doesn't. Does, yeah, maybe
0: it doesn't. We know how to build shit out here, so yeah, we we're can, good. Yeah,
1: humans can build shit anywhere. Yeah, that's regardless true, yeah. of we're all. Yeah, we all bleed red.
0: Yeah. So, but EV is American. EV is American. Yeah. <laughs> Next headline. Well,
1: that's my last headline. Is um, post uh, Hurricane Ian. Okay. There's a lot of folks that were challenged uh, with owning an EV car. Okay. Because there were no there was no electricity flowing through some of those cities that got a, affected by the hurricane so they couldn't run their cars right does that in any way deter ev ownership for you uh and this is really kind of an anomaly like how often are there disasters that prevent the the electric grid from being up and running for two weeks
0: now let me let me i guess let me clear something up i'm not that into buying evs either right fair enough that's true let's call it one foot in one foot out right that's actually a lot closer than you used to be yeah it is it is (laughs) that's on the fence just to be fair on the fence. say i'm on the fence yeah i think i'm still staying on the fence yeah yeah because i'm not living in those areas that's fair you know that's fair and having recently been to florida i'm never gonna live there As in this week, you were there. All yes. I kept thinking, though, when I was there, I was like, I could have a skyline here. <laughs> <laughs> illegal, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, even it. illegal for, by Florida I, that's terms. That's all I kept thinking. I Did you like, see any? I didn't. didn't. No tuner cars, no modded cars, no skylines. I, saw, it was, or I was in Orlando. Maybe I needed to be in Miami. But I didn't see anything. Now I wasn't on the street a lot. Okay, that's right. That's so, the there, so there's so there's that. Why. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I kept thinking about that. But like it's um <laughs> I was talking to my Uber driver mm-hmm. on the on the way from the airport to the hotel. Yeah. And I was like, hey man, you know how much did the hurricane affect you guys here? Because it's a little further up north. Yeah. And he's like. There was a lot of flooding here. It rained straight for like four days. Mm -hmm. He's like, but that was really it. There wasn't really a lot of like destruction. Mm -hmm. Um, He said, a lot of my friends got made out actually better than before the hurricane because they got they got paid out like 10K over what they paid. For their cars, I think because of the, f- the like where cars are at are now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they were like, yeah, some of them lost cars and stuff, but they got paid out more and are now driving in better cars that they were before. Ah, interesting. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. That is that's crazy. But he was But he was no, there. There are. They're all, like, OEM car buyers, Mm. from what I asked. None of them really. Right. I I didn't meet anyone that had any, like, uh, some of that cool shit we always talk about. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. But, yeah, no, it's, uh, (laughs) oh, man, that's Florida, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely its own state. Yeah. Let's put it that way. I never saw Florida, man, though, but, yeah, it's definitely its own state. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, there's a lot of uh, transplants there.
1: Are there? There are.
0: Uh, Okay. Yep.
1: Yeah. Them in Texas got a lot of -of out-of-staters that moved in.
0: That that makes sense. I mean, I did see a lot of – I I saw a lot of plates from Texas there. That's weird. Yeah, I thought that was weird, too. They're very weird. Anyway, last headline, and this is more of a PSA. Read your damn warranties, people. So now this Tesla Model Model 3 performance – um went autocrossing they had some issues and tesla is telling them we don't cover autocross even autocross yeah they don't cover autocross any performance driving okay and it's like honestly most warranties are doing this now yeah i hate it it shouldn't it shouldn't be included Mm -hmm. but especially if you're naming your car performance yeah you know what i mean yeah like it's almost implied Mm -hmm. that the car can perform well but i guess it can only perform well a to b it can't be autocross or you road can, racing. you're allowed
1: to have it, but you're not allowed to use it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can look at it. That's yeah, about it. Yeah, and yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's going to go more and more in that direction. Probably. But yeah, just check your warranties because most of the time it's not covered. Okay, so this a uh, person that ro- drove autocross. Yeah, they drove the Tesla Model 3 Performance at autocross. Mm-hmm. They had some issues with the suspension. They tried to go get covered it under warranty and Tesla said nope. Ah. Uh. And first of all, it's like... Why would you tell them? That's true. You know what I mean? That is true. Just keep it vague. Yeah. Like, oh, I was driving the car and now it's having suspension issues. So Mm -hmm. could you take a look at it and replace it? Yep. But like, no, I was doing autocross. <laughs> so it sucks, too, because, you know, the person that doing that's doing that is just naive, right? Yeah, They're just naive probably. and nice. Yeah, because we so, you know, know not to say exactly, shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's yes. just, like, oh, you are now Tesla's taking advantage of this poor person right. when they just wanted to have fun and do autocross things. Ah, uh, that's unfortunate. It's, it, I mean, I can't imagine that it would be there, like, it's a giant population of people doing this to cars. Like, mm-hmm. we know it's limited, you know, the people that go road racing or go to autocross yes. or whatever. Yes. So distributing – what would the distribution of that per car sold be in order to account for that, right? Maybe like an extra $50 per car, right? And they have a bank for warranty service that would include autocross and road racing. right? You know, like I haven't spent – I spend money – road racing the e36 replacing consumables yes i haven't spent a lot of money on like maintenance issues or mm-hmm. engine problems not or whatever yep. Yep. knock on w- def- definitely <laughs> good call good yes, call please but it's it's sort of and it's an older car mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it's sort of kind of the same thing like you're i, I can't imagine it's going to be a lot of people doing this like it not if you wreck the car that's your fault of course that's not going to be under warranty right but if you're driving the car at its limits how you're supposed to in autocross i think you should be be fair that it'd be covered but it's not so look at your warranties and you would think that tesla would have the data on how hard you drove they def oh they do that's probably right? how they got them yeah like so why were you driving like this
1: maybe or if you were under a certain limit they should have that measurement in place say if you went over three g's oh not g not three g's but like a certain number of g's yeah. on a turn then we're gonna say <laughs> three yeah i know yeah that's stupid <laughs>
0: imagine that oh, yeah geez, that'd be insane yes, yes yes yeah but you're right like, yeah yeah like they have the data they have the data so and and that's what scares me about this right because mm. and, that, and that, i said it earlier i think we're going to go further into this direction yes now with uh cars connected to the cloud yep the amount of data these cars collect mm-hmm. they're going to be able to put restrictions like that absolutely including like Oh yeah, you're doing you're doing zero to 60 pulls in the car? Yep. Kill the warranty. Yep. Right? Yep. You're, you you di- oh you did a donut in the middle of You'll just get on your screen on your on your car. Uh, yeah, you can exactly, just cancel yeah. your warranty, yeah, motherfucker. Exa- exactly. <laughs> Elon will come up it's like yeah. canceled. <laughs> yeah. you know, and like it's cancel And you know like unless there is uh, legislation, right, sure. that controls this, yeah. which hurts me because I don't want the government involved in my car on- car ownership, fair enough. But if we don't do that, these companies are going to take advantage. And they and could. do that, right? They so we, we need to find a way to protect the consumer. I, I I find a I have I find it a bit of a problem that you speak of it as they could, because I think of it as they, they will, will, right? Because it makes them it protects them and makes them money to do so. It does. Yeah. Or they avoid
1: costs. Exactly. And, and like
0: uh, legal risks.
1: Yeah. Right? Like yeah. dummies like the guy that
0: flew over the hill in LA or
1: whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tesla. and but
0: and I can see that, right? Yeah. Like I can, you if you look at the data, you'll see that type of behavior mm-hmm, you'll see mm-hmm. the g-forces from the car landing right yes against the ground right that i get right mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. it's if they are vertical g-forces yes okay keep keep your rule right yeah, but yeah. if it's horizontal g-forces yeah i'm just having fun yes you know like yeah. i'm sliding the car right but it not so now but like, let's talk takeovers. Yeah, that's an interesting. Right? That was where my head went. And if that. the police get involved, they can that, ask for the data sh- or shut down the car, or shut down the car, right? Or yeah. shut down the car, right? If if Tesla, let's say, is willing to give the police departments the back ro- the back door, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. to these programs, yep. they could, in the middle of a takeover, say license plate such and such such and such and such and such, shut them down. Yeah that's a bad thing huh horrible <laughs> that's horrible and yeah and i hate takeovers i i hate i wish these people you know would get punished but you can't unfortunately you can't hold that just to that group of people yeah that's going to be mean a lot more consequences to a lot of other people, yes, you know, like yes. it's, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It makes me, the future makes me nervous. Uh, Big th- brother, it's, it's and all different
1: that. from how we grew up. Oh
0: yeah, we were completely ignored, you know, yeah, like we
1: were. We'd go to our friend's house, and our mom wouldn't know where the hell we were. All day and forget
0: long. your mom, you know, like just like law enforcement and that the too. world, right? Yeah. You could yeah. hide in multiple di- being off the grid didn't mean traveling to a the thousand miles or right? the desert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you're not even protected there anymore. That's true. Family, yeah, there's right? still self. You'll service. have to go to like a desert somewhere in Africa. Right? Yeah, like it, yeah, it's yeah, it's. You, you, now you can't hide anywhere here, right? No. It's not as easy anymore. Yeah. There's no off the grid. You
1: used to be able to just hide at your friend's house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Have, yeah, now you can't you even do that. Do you that. know, that. now
0: you can You get found, right? You get found really fast. And that's fast. like without a cell phone, without tracking devices even on you. Yeah, you'll be found, right? Like there's, there's technology now that can take a picture, and find all the cameras that exist in that area, mm-hmm. and sort of rebuild the picture. Or widen the picture mm-hmm. according to the inputs that those cameras are getting, right? Okay. So you take a picture here, right? Mm-hmm. And I take a like a picture of you just like right, just like this. If there are cameras outside in this area, that software will take the footage as long as they're hooked up to the cloud. Take the footage from those cameras and build the rest of the setting. Oh, Use AI to build the rest of the I setting. See what you're saying. Yeah, and like stitch together pieces, any gaps the AI will put together. Yes. And now they've got the full room. Interesting. I mean, like, for if you're, if you're talking strictly like law enforcement 101, that's yeah. a dream, right? That is exactly. But if you're talking like privacy, that's, that's scary. Yes. You know, yeah. like, you, can, yeah. you can't, like, oh, just leave your phone at home or do that. No, nah, no, nah, you're walking down the street. You're going to, they're going to see you. Yes. You know, they're going to find you. Big brother, man. Ah, Big brother, man. But those are your headlines for today. Let's move into our next segment and last segment from this episode. Profiling the Legends, John Paul Sr. Are you familiar with John Paul Sr.? I don't think so. So he was a race car driver from like in the 60s, in the 70s, 80s, and 90s before he lost his ever-living mind Um and we started uncovering crazy things about him. Okay, so very similar story to other race car drivers we've talked about on this show, mm-hmm. but he's got a bit of a twist to his story. So let's start at the beginning. Drug running, uh, drug running, right? A tra-
1: using a racetrack. Yeah, use to a, hide. but this
0: guy—it's weird because this guy had the means. And and as I go through the story, you're going to make some realizations about who this guy is and the type of person he is and how different he is from the Randy Lanier's that we've talked about in the past. So
1: this is different from the uh, Atlanta track guy.
0: Different from the Atlanta track. Because most of those people didn't come from means, right? OK, so this guy does. And this did. guy this guy did. Okay. Well, he his, his family immigrated from the Netherlands, so he is first generation. OK. But here he went to Ball State Universi- University and then got a scholarship to Harvard and graduated at Harvard before working as a mutual fund manager. You know how paid those guys are. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So soon after, in the 60s, um, he sort of got bored of what he was doing and he started racing. Okay. Right? So he started racing. He won uh, SCCA uh, Northeast Regionals. Okay. Right? He started getting his feet wet and getting enjoying <coughs> some time there. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. And he so then he uh, he got married and he had a son, John Paul Jr., OK, but his wife left them in 1972 Okay, and took the kid and he gave up racing. OK, that was it. So he decided to live on a boat. Cool. And the only reason I'm telling you these things is because this guy obviously had money. Right. He's like racing now and he got divorced. So he's just going to go buy a boat. And they're these aren't like little sailboats or like dinghies. Right. Uh-huh. Like You're talking like 40 foot, 50 foot. Boats, Boats that you could know, live like, on. Yeah, yeah. Rap music, I'm on a boat. <laughs> yeah, stuff, you know, yeah. like, like yes, th- yes. these are serious, serious uh, uh-huh. watercraft, right? Mm-hmm. So he kind of starts living on a boat. losing his, lo- He loses his racing edge for about 10 years. And then in the early 80s or actually the late 70s, so about six or seven years, he decided to go into racing again, but this time with his son. So his son started getting a little older. He's like, I want to see my dad they all start spending time together so now they start racing together so first um paul senior starts he won he wins the world challenge endurance race Mm -hmm. he wins a trans am title in like the late 70s right and then uh in the early 80s john paul jr is now old enough to drive so they start co-driving together okay right and they win uh coca-cola 400 the road america 500 They win at Le Mans. They win at Twenty Four Hours of Daytona, right? These guys are racking up like like their legit, yeah. Their name explodes in uh, in the automotive industry, right? They're now like legitimate race car drivers. They've got legitimate programs, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. That is until uh, it comes out in nineteen seventy nine. They got caught smuggling. Okay, so. Uh this was Paul Sr. Paul Jr. and an accomplice uh-huh. were loading things into a truck late night. And this is in New Orleans. Okay. Right? So in New Orleans, they're loading equipment into a pickup truck. Sure. And a cop passes by and spots them. Mm-hmm. They got no weed on them, but they spot them. They're like, this is suspicious. They're like questioning them. And as they're questioning them, they kind of get uh, an odor. A an odor of pot. And uh. they're like, what the hell? So they start looking and they start finding like residue. Marijuana residue and equipment, so they immediately arrest Paul Senior and start investigating. And not too far off that lot, they find a pickup truck with fifteen hundred pounds of pot. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. And it later came out uh, by one of the other accomplices that they were moving one hundred twenty thousand pounds of pot. They just got that was that was just the shipment (laughs) they had left. You know, that was probably the last trip they were doing, Uh and they got caught. So they were they were apprehended. Um, they had $10,000 with them at the time. Mm-hmm. Guess what their punishment was? Uh, six months. They pleaded guilty, and they were each placed on three years probation and fined $32,000. That's it. That's it. That stuff that they had was worth way more than that. And this was like the... Start of the drug war, this so is, to speak. Yeah, right. This In is nineteen seventy nine. Seventy nine, right? Okay. So this is, this is so that's pre Reagan. Yeah, okay. yeah. So okay. it's but it's sort of kind of getting like the to the end, right? Uh-huh. But now we know how it's being financed. What trips me out though is that like, you obviously come from means, right? You're buying these big boats. You're a mutual fund manager. You know how to invest your money. Mm-hmm. But even then, you still want to sell you s- drugs. You still want to sell drugs and, and and do it this way as opposed to. Just using your legitimate ventures, right? It's easy money, dude. That's the problem. Yeah, easy money, man. Easy money. But it turns out that it's a little more complicated than that. And this is where we get into the snitches get stitches portion of the story. So Mm -hmm. because he got caught drug trafficking um, and multiple people that knew him at the time report that he starts getting really paranoid. Okay. He starts getting really paranoid about the people that are in his circle, the people that are working with him. And... Um, there's this guy named Steven Carson. He gets picked up by the cops and the uh, they take they take him in and through some rules. Right. They can keep him 72 hours. Yes. And then they uh, they let him go. But they pick him up, pick him up again. Yeah. Through like a grand jury or sure, something. Sure. Sure. And then keep him for the duration of that. OK. So another accomplice of Paul Sr. Mm-hmm. goes to tell Paul Sr., hey, you know, Stephen Steven Carson is ratting on you, dude. He's been at the cops for like five days. Mm-hmm. He's obviously saying something. Steven Carson claims he wasn't there saying anything. Mm-hmm. So Paul Sr. decides to kill the guy that snitched on Steven Carson being at the cops. Okay. Now, this is a rumor. And this is o- the only person who's ever confirmed this. Mm-hmm. And even he has said it that he wasn't there. He just heard this from people that were in that circle. Okay. Paul Sr. shoots this guy okay. in a plane and throws him in the ocean. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. And then he when he lands, he immediately goes to hunt Steven Carson. Oh. So he finds Steven Carson. Steven Carson was fishing at the time. Mm-hmm. He claims just fishing for a flounder, I think it was. Sure. So he finds him, holds up at gunpoint, and says, get in the trunk. Get in the trunk of this car. Mm -hmm. And he didn't want to get in the trunk, so he took off running. As soon as he takes off running, he shoots him in the abdomen, in the back, in the leg. I think he put one in his hip. And he falls over and then puts another two shots in him. And uh, he was with another guy. The other guy runs over to the scene and starts shooting back at Paul Sr. Paul Sr. jumps in his car, takes off. Steven Carson doesn't die. Oh, no. He doesn't die. Steven Carson doesn't die. So then he testifies against Paul Sr. in court yeah. on all these things. And it's true. This is public record. All this is true. Okay. Yeah. The, the part of him killing the guy on the plane, that hasn't been validated. Sure. That's just by Steven Carson. But this piece, absolutely true. So then um, he, uh, Paul – okay, Paul, what did I say? Uh, he got a six – he fled. Oh, he fled. So he, he gets arrested. Paul Sr. gets arrested. He uh, gets put into jail, but then posts bail, of course, because he has money. And books. And books before yeah. his court date. So Me- he lives. Mexico. Yeah, No. He went to Switzerland. Oh, okay. He okay. went to Switzerland. So all this happened in 1983. Uh-huh. In Switzerland in 1985, he's arrested for a fake passport. Okay. And he, he spends six months in jail for a fake passport before switzerland says hey america we got something for you yeah and they extradite him to the u.s nice so he comes back here now they're not going to let him uh get post bail bail and get away he gets 20 years for the attempted murder of steven carson rightfully so right which is weird for me because i feel like a lot of people have got less for actual murder You think so? Yeah, like out Uh, here. I don't.
1: I don't know. I don't know a lot. I
0: won't come up. I don't have any actual examples Mm -hmm. of that. But it seemed like a long time, and it was also a surprise considering this guy's a mutual fund manager, right? Right. He has means. Yeah. You sort of don't expect these sentences. Yeah. Yes. Um. So he gets 20 years. At the same time, his son gets five years because he doesn't want to rat on his dad. Okay. Right. So they get him for uh, racketeering charges, and he gets five. But of those five, he serves 30 months, right? He doesn't get the full five. Okay. And same with Paul Sr. Um, He actually gets released in, uh, I think it was 1999, he was paroled.
1: So he spent 15 years. He spent
0: 15 years, uh, 1986 to 1999, about 14 years in in prison, prison. which is still a really long time. It's a long ass time, dude. But he did try to escape. From jail
1: and get this story. Uh-huh. This is
0: ridiculous, man. Like I don't even believe it, but this is again public record. So him and his cellmate uh-huh. decide we need to get the hef- we need to get the fuck out of here. Right? Sure. So they get a bottle of hot sauce, okay, and some pine saw and mix it together and throw it at the guards' eyes, okay, in an attempt to escape. So they uh-huh. throw it at the guards' eyes. They start running, uh-huh. to, thinking they're gonna escape out of prison. The uh, the guard pulls his gun out and starts shooting. And they get scared and retreat back into the jail. Okay. Uh, later on, investigation found that somebody had left a stolen car for them in the parking lot, ready for them to escape. Okay. I have to believe there were other people involved on the inside, too. Sure, of course. You know, like, how of do you course. get, like, there's no way you're going to, you really believe you're going to get out of prison. Mm-hmm. With pine salt and hot sauce <laughs> the whole way out. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And only one hit of it, too. Yeah. Like, and yeah. so this guy's like, I don't know. There's something wrong with this guy's sure. brain, right? I don't think mm-hmm. he's all there uh, mm-hmm. for one thing. So, but he finally gets out in 1999. But then it turns out that no one is safe. It isn't just his circle of criminals. It's also his wives, Okay. Right. So l- a little later in 1999, after he gets out, he means he meets Colleen Wood and she leaves her life behind to go live on a boat with with Paul Sr. Okay. Right. A 55 foot yacht with Paul Sr. Right. Not a bad way. Not a Yay. bad way to go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Whatever. Yes. So they embark on this journey. Um, and then December of the following year, she disappears. Of course. Uh Right. No one knows where she is. Sure. The police are questioning Paul with the connection, but they let him go. They're he's like, I don't know where she is. I don't know where she went. I mean, she was obviously on a boat with you. Yeah. That's when you saw her leave. Um, and then four months later, there's forty a forty thousand dollar expense on her old credit cards. Oh wow. But they still can't find her. Wow. So it's a little odd, right? Yeah, that's... And so during this incident, Uh people start looking into it, right? Some sleuthers, not police, they start looking into it, and it turns out that his previous wife also disappeared.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And she also had spends on her credit card after she She didn't. She didn't have that. So
0: that whole thing wasn't his MO, but she disappeared in 1981. Okay. Right? So this was his second wife. Yeah. Disappeared in 1981. Now, this is all private investigations so there isn't anything like with public record that sort of support this but there's a lot of uh there's a lot of good information out there Mm -hmm. so sort of the same way it seems like he sort of made her disappear in the ocean but soon after colleen disappeared he also disappeared oh right so to this day we don't know where colleen wood is we don't know where his second wife is and we don't know where paul senior is Really? They've never found him. There's rumors of uh, people seeing him in Fiji after there was a – in 2012, there was a Most Wanted show type of thing. Okay, yeah. And he came up. America's Most Wanted. And they reported him in Fiji, and they reported him in Thailand a few years later. Nice. But never again. The man would be in his 80s now. Okay, so – And Paul Jr. already died, I believe. Really? Yeah, I think he died in his 60s. So – I mean he's probably long gone at this point. How did you find out about this guy? Or like well, he's sort of famous in the car world and then uh Carlos, shout out to Carlos. Uh he actually brought him back on my mind and then I realized I'm like we haven't covered him on mm-hmm. this show. Mm-hmm. Like this guy's a total lunatic. Well, I mean the story
1: pattern is exactly the same as your previous stories though mm-hmm. to your point earlier.
0: The only thing that changes is that he made it to murder. Yeah, that's true. Well, allegedly, right?
1: And he disappeared and got away with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know that that's getting away with it, but yeah, you're right. Like, it's. I don't know that life on the run would be a life. That's true. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. But it's like it's it's a it's a it's its own type of prison. It is, yes, yes yeah. very true. But yeah, you're right. He got away from the legal system and never actually paid any consequences for the stuff he did. Although he was in jail for for, for the years. attempted murder. Yes, yeah, but nothing beyond, nothing beyond that. Nothing beyond that. Nothing beyond that. And I mean, and this this h- between him and his son, they're some of the most decorated race car drivers. I mean, you look at their Wikipedia page. It's like victory, 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 really? victory. All throughout 70s, 80s, uh-huh. and I think through like late 90s, a little bit before his disappearance in 2001. Hmm. So, you know, he's been gone for 20 plus years at this point. We don't know where he's at.
1: Wow. Yeah. Pre-internet. Yeah, man. He disappeared. It's the
0: only way that this... G- well, I don't know, man. I mean, I think he died. He. I mean, at this point... Yeah, uh, but even earlier, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like it, it's it's 2001. It's not like 91. You know what I mean? Like internet is now coming into it was around, the mainstream. Yeah, yes. like you could yeah. you could research stuff on the internet at this point. It had you built could. up enough of a uh, infrastructure mm-hmm. where there was information and there was easy. It was easy to transmit transmit information through forums through yeah whatever it may be. But I don't know that it had made it to the to the Thailand's and it the, like in that era. Yeah. In like rural, like in rural oh, areas. Rural,
1: uh, I mean, you would be surprised at how much more advanced Asia had to be because they didn't have infrastructure. What I mean by that is they, cell phones were more, were more prevalent in Asia because they didn't have landline infrastructure built out.
0: Oh, okay. So that
1: was definitely the case for the Philippines. I will say that. Um, So as a result I mean, of that, they kind of had a wireless um, boom boom earlier than we did. Uh, you could say earlier that, than that, that's why SMS like texting was a thing for them before it was for us. So. Oh, I didn't know. Like in Guatemala,
0: was completely different. Okay, so yeah, yeah, not the case. Was, the, not the saying. case at all. Like even even I think in like 2010s, really, it was hard to get. Like in those areas, hard to get internet, reliable internet, even TV. Phones, yeah, we're just kind of coming into... But even then, like even then, right, 2010 to now, mm-hmm. like I feel like someone would have seen something, said something. I don't know.
1: Ideally, uh, on this guy, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, this guy is really if famous. There is,
0: if there's a reward on his head too, like uh, yeah, I, that I didn't look into. I mean, I, I would imagine
1: there is, and if there is, you would that would incentivize people to find him, right? Actually,
0: I don't know that there is because the police let him go on this on this Colleen oh, thing. Oh, fair enough. So there's right? nothing. There's really nothing. There's no bounty. It, it, even the family, for some reason. Uh-huh. For whatever reason, no one knows, even the family stopped pursuing it,
1: oh, of the dead women, yeah,
0: yeah, of Col- the the family of Colleen Colleen wood,
1: oh, so even
0: even they stopped, so then there was no one to really look for her at this point, but yeah. he booked it because booked. obviously, maybe not obviously, but it's a little suspicious, right that, that, he's that gone. you know that he's gone as soon as this happens, and he already paid for the attempted murder of uh Carson Carson Stephen Carson. Mm-hmm. And and he's the one who is actually – someone interviewed him, and I found the recordings. I don't have them to play here. Sure. But someone interviewed Steven Carson in prison for something else that he did where he talks about all this. Really? Yeah, yeah. He talks about all this uh-huh. and, and says all these things. Uh-huh. Now, you know, like maybe if you want to get your 15 minutes of fame, maybe you want to embellish with the airplane murder story sure. and all that stuff. But so all this other stuff that I told, it's like it's, it's on record. Yeah. It's It's reliable information. Yeah. And it's like, man, that's nuts, man. Like that's, yeah. what a story, you know.
1: Would you trade your your childhood to have grown up as an adult in the '80s? Yeah, w- yeah. Knowing, like, yeah, there was like a Scarface era, so to speak, and post disco, like whatever. And I don't think partying so. was a crazy thing,
0: and cocaine has never been a desire for me. Fair enough. Uh, but the there is it. It is easy to romanticize the idea yes, of freedom no of, of big freedom, brother. no big brother to the point where you could fund a race car team with, right. with smuggling pot or a boat racing team or right. whatever but, racing team. But yeah. on the other side of that, you're talking about the war on drugs. You're talking right, about like, right, right. you know, the Vietnam War, yeah. the, you know, like yep. all these, the Gulf War, like all their bullshit. Yeah. All yes. that. So, yes, we're picking little pieces here and there. And these are like. Obviously, in some way, affluent people that can yes. fall below the radar. Yeah, we I couldn't wouldn't imagine. Have yeah, more
1: race, more racism back then, or at least
0: more f- yeah. forward. Like, yeah, yeah, in, in your face racism, almost more institutionalized. Yeah, like, you know, right yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. create those barriers. That's true. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I'd go back. I, I honestly feel like we sort of made it out okay. Where <laughs> we, we got ended. lucky. <laughs> yeah, we got lucky. Where we we got we got like the early. Can't find us and all this stuff. Yeah. But, but now yeah. that we're older and we don't give a shit about stuff anymore. Interesting. We've point. got all the convenience side of the internet and yeah, whatever. And we're true. and we're gonna sort of we're gonna sort of a lot of these things are gonna come around in our old age, mm-hmm. but we're not really gonna be around to Yield any consequences from this? From here on out, our lives are just going to get progressively more boring. You know, like <laughs> really, there's no, there's, the, I, I don't know that I'll, I, I'll ever really be a criminal from here on out, right? I mean, yeah. you still need to be. I mean, like, weed I would, is legal, I, I so I would, we're definitely not criminals. Yeah, and <laughs> I, and I would never be a foot soldier, right? Like I would want to be like an enterprising oh, criminal. Okay, you want right? to be the top of that period, that the top of the chain, the top okay. of the pyramid, okay. right? And and. You want to g- be Scarface? I, I, I have <laughs> to believe that, not Scarface because he was a little loud, but I uh-huh. have to believe that running a criminal enterprise mm-hmm. is no different than running a actual interp- a legal enterprise. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. The other only than thing the is killing. That, other than the like you're you're just y- I mean there's killing in legal enterprises too, That's fair. right? It's just That's different. Fair. I think I think the legal enterprise just pretends a little more right that's,
1: and they have power to hide it
0: yeah and they have power to hide it yes yeah 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 i mean that's so, an interesting point so like, it'd be it'd be cool to like take everything i've learned in the white collar corporate world uh-huh. and like move it into the the criminal side of things and see how you but yeah. i know that i would probably be dead within a year you know like <laughs> just, it's just yeah. a different, it's just an yeah. entirely different world that's an interesting point yeah man there's there's there are some Free this is this is like I'm pulling in. I might be wrong about some of this, but there are some Mexican mafia people that have uh, defected from the Mexican mafia. Okay, And they interview them in the jails that they're in. Okay, And if you didn't look at them Mm -hmm. and heard them speak. Yeah. You would think they were corporate world folk. I believe that. Right. They're they sound very educated. I mean, like Mm -hmm. really huge vocabularies. Um, and could convince you that they are good people easily. Yeah. But then when you hear the stories about what they did when they were younger, it's like, okay, these were hard these are the scariest of the scariest people because they have the manipulation tactics, the the education, right? The knowledge to to really use their power to influence Uh and then at the same time can pull the trigger at a drop of a hat. Wow. I think those are the scariest people in the world, right? When they're not obvious about their danger, psychopaths basically. Psychopaths, yeah, psychopaths, uh. yeah. And so it's—I uh, don't know that I'd made it, make it too far. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I guess John Paul Senior did kind of did. There you go. You know, he lived a full life: mutual fund man, race car driver, owned a ton of boats. Then all of a sudden, he kills some people, leaves and goes lives in Fiji and Thailand for a while, and probably died there.
1: Yeah, that's not a bad way. Yeah, yeah. It's not I mean, way. at
0: what point do you kind of just at – at what point is this now just a story and no longer – I mean, it's a cold case. I don't know that anybody's looking for him anymore. Right. You know, but it's – I think we're getting to those years where you can be sure that he's gone. Yeah, you know, wherever absolutely. wherever he disappeared. Absolutely. Right now, I think there's still he's in his eighties, still a chance, maybe, or whatever. Barely, yeah. 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 Third world, yeah, healthcare too. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm. But shout out to John Paul Sr. If you're watching out there and would love to be a guest on the show <laughs> right before you croak, yeah. let yeah. us know. Man. There you go. Yeah. Yes. I'll provide John's number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that is Profiling the Legends, John Paul Sr. And I think that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You yes. can find us at 91 Octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers also like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast follow us on Instagram at 91 octane and also if you want to support our show like subscribe comment talk shit give us ideas engage in DMS whatever that helps and goes a long way thank you for everyone who does that already and if you want to go the next step buy swag on 91 octane 91 octane com or purchase some of the best coffee you will ever try single origin watermelon coffee in dark roast and medium roast from our store carrera.cafe use carrera.cafe website to order and also use code bigwillow for 10% off your entire order. Any last words? No last words this week. I was trying to think of stuff I'm like I should.
1: Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good day.